first question, who you're going to serve, not only answers the second question, who you're going to marry, but any and every other question you will ever have in life is answered when you answer the question, who you're going to serve. listening to Treasure Truth with Pastor and author James Ford Jr., Senior Pastor of Christ Bible Church in Chicago. I'm Steve Hillard. Glad you're with us today as we begin the message, Who Do You Serve? And Pastor, it sounds like you're saying that if you know the answer to who you are going to serve, pretty much every other question in life, most other things in life are going to take care of themselves. Most definitely. Why is that? Well, because the Bible tells us that we are to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto us. You know, I remember as a student at Moody matriculating as an underclassman, I heard uh, the late great uh, Southern evangelist Vance Havner say, Christians have one foot in the world and one foot in the church and they're going to split their pants when the rapture happens. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great line. Yeah. I think he said that in my first year here in 1981. I've never forgotten it. And I mean, you know, if, if you ever thought about it, compromise is so deadly mm. uh, for the believer. And you walk through scripture and see all of the believers who compromise, compromise always cost and it costs more than we want to pay. Yeah. And it makes us stay longer than we want to stay. Well, that's uh, so important for us to understand because in the moment of that compromising situation, we very often are not able to roll the tape forward to understand what the potential implications of that compromise are, are going to be. So when we do find ourselves in that compromising situation, how do you begin to process you know, the weight of that and uh, the potential wrong decision? Well, here's what I always do. I focus on the consequences. Hmm. I say, if I compromise, what do I have to pay? And uh, usually, not, not every time because I'm not perfect, but usually it's like I don't want to pay that price yeah. for that. And, and it makes me think, okay, I need to be more committed. And I begin to get a rhema, you know, a word that fits. And whatever that area is, I'll go in and I'll fortify myself uh, with Scripture. So mm -hmm. let's say the area, let's just take something nobody struggles with, gluttony. Okay, you right. <laughs> know, I'll go through the Proverbs and I'll uh, get four or five verses of Scripture that have to do with that. And it really helps me. Why? Because Jesus said, now you're clean through the word that I've spoken unto you. Sanctify them by thy truth. Thy word is truth. Well, I think that uh, idea of a rhema can be so helpful as we do face those uh, temptations and those compromising situations. Uh, if nothing else, that's worth listening to the first uh, few minutes of this broadcast just for that right there. But we're not done. We're going to uh, open our Bibles to Hebrews chapter 4 as we begin a message, Who Do You Serve? here on Treasured Truth. Here's Pastor Ford. Now, you already know the two most important questions that you will ever answer in life. Here they are. The first question is, who are you going to serve? The second question is, who are you going to marry? You see, the first question decides whether you'll have heaven or hell in the next life. 
The second question decides whether you'll have heaven or hell in this life. Help me somebody. You know what I'm talking about. And now, now, if the truth be known, many of us know the devastating pain of hooking up with someone who subtracts from you without adding anything to you. Some of us are tired of it. Tired of being in what I like to call uh, the old McDonald kind of relationships. You know what I'm talking about? There's drama here and drama there. Here, drama, there, drama, everywhere, drama, drama. One woman said it this way, you know what, I'm tired of men uh, because they expect you to look like a girl, dress like a boy, think like a man, work like a horse, and flirt like a hoochie. You know they got a song out now that says, I want a lady in the street, but a freak in the bed. Oh, y'all ain't heard that? Oh, I'm up on more than y'all up on. Sheesh. <laughs> and it's not just women. One brother said, man, I'm tired of this relationship. I'm getting out of it because every time we get together and argue, she gets historical. His, his buddy said, no, dog, you mean hysterical. He said, no, 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 I mean historical. He said, what do you mean? He said, every time we get in an argument, she reached way back, the stuff that happened way back when, and bring it into the present situation. And some of us know about that. You talking about the issue right now. Well, you remember you used to do this, and you used to do that, and you did that. Now, remember, in 1999, it was 11.30. You were sitting here, and I was sitting there, and you really want to say, shut up! They don't forget nothing that you did. Amen. <laughs> now let me just say this. If you're not experiencing a lot of drama, it may not be because there's no drama in your relationship. It may be because you're the one bringing the drama. Have you ever noticed the ones that bring the drama don't even think that they're bringing the drama? And so I told you what one woman said. I like the way she wrapped it up. She said, I thought it was a good deal. It turned out to be an ordeal. I found I got a raw deal. Now I want a new deal. Now, the reality is this. That the first question, who you going to serve, answers the second question, who you going to marry. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go on record as saying that the first question, who you're going to serve, not only answers the second question, who you're going to marry, but any and every other question you will ever have in life is answered when you answer the question, who you're going to serve. Can I tell you what's wrong with most Christian relationships? Okay, you're supposed to say, tell us, pastor. Let's try it again. Can I tell you what's wrong with most Christian relationships? Thank you. We focus on the wrong relationship. So as we stand uh, at the dawn of a new year, ready to step off the precipice of possibilities, I worked on that. I need to remind you, you don't need a resolution, you need a revelation. 
You need a revelation about the one you serve. Because if you're a believer in here today, everything you need to be successful in the coming new year, you already have it. They say, I don't have a job. My marriage is, I'm in divorce court, this, that, and the other. No, 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 no. You don't need all of those resolutions. You just need a revolution. You need to understand who you have in Jesus Christ. Because if you do, guess what you will do? Instead of having a list that you're clinging to, you'll be clinging to the Lord. And you'll be doing it confidently. See, 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 let me just say this. Okay, all right. I, I, even in the introduction, I, I got to bring you with me because I'm going to be short today. I know you don't believe it. First time I ever bought my wife diamonds. I saved a long time. And when she got them, you know, I mean, of course, you had to get the magnifying glass to know that they were, but they were diamonds. So, you know, I buy most of her clothes. Some of y'all know that already. And she coming in all sharp. I bought them. I picked them out. Accessorized them. Purses, everything. Brother got it like that. Can't help it. Raised by women. Amen. But, but hold up. Hold up. I'm, I'm stamped. Bam! U.S. grade A, all 100% man. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> and so, it's a black Angus. Shut up, man. <laughs> Come on, let me preach. <laughs> like my youngest grandson say, need me known. And so, so, you know, I gave her this leather outfit. She's like crazy about it, you know, gave her something else, gave her something else. And then, and then I saved it for last. And my mother-in-law went with me to pick them out. And um, she said, she's going to be so excited. Watch, she's going to scream. So I gave them to her. And I said, here, and these are yours. She opened up. She said, oh, the earrings are nice. And necklace is nice, too. She closed up and said, but I like this leather outfit. Oh, oh, did you get the boots? Yeah, I got the boots, baby. Yeah, the boots are right there, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then I said, but baby. She said, what? I said, those are real diamonds. Oh, my. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you. I'm thinking to myself, why are you thanking Jesus? I saved all year to get those diamonds. But she was like, now, what was the difference? Let me tell you what the difference was. When she thought they were zirconium, it didn't make the impact on her when she realized that they were real. So what I had to do was give her a revelation. I had to let her know that these are the, do you know the value of what you have? Now, this is what the writer to the book of Hebrews, to the Hebrew Christians is doing. He's saying, you're getting ready to go back to the ritual, abandon the reality. I got to tell you what you got. You think you got a zirconium Jesus, but it's a diamond Jesus. And so I got to give you information so that what you will do is confidently cling to Christ, knowing that you don't need anything else other than him. And that's what I came to tell you, uh, that throw away your list and, and what you need to do to make it. I don't care what the situation is, is to confidently cling to Christ. Now, that's his thesis in this book. 
He wants us to know in him we live and move and have our being. He's all we got, but he's all that we need. And he tells these believers, listen, if you cling to Jesus, I don't care what you're going through. He'll bring you through it. Mm, I like that. That's a good way to start off. Yeah, because if you confidently cling to him, and you will confidently cling to him if you know his value as your great high priest. Yeah. And so notice what he does. Let me walk through. I've got seven points, but I'm only going to get to two of them today. Because he gives us the characteristics of our great high priest that would cause us to confidently cling to Christ. Uh, let's walk through the two that we're going to get this morning. First of all, I want you to see that he says, you ought to confidently cling to Christ as our great high priest because he is a personal priest. We're listening to Treasure Truth with Pastor Ford, and that is point one. We're going to unpack that more as well as take a look at point two in just a little bit, so stay with us. But as he heard Pastor Ford say, there's really seven points that he's going to bring about this. And if you want to make sure that you don't miss any of those, Come to our website right now. It's treasuredtruthradio.org. Sign up to begin podcasting the program so you don't miss a future broadcast. And if you happen to use iTunes for podcasting, would you go ahead and rate the podcast? That really helps us be found by more people who then can appreciate Pastor Ford's teaching. You'll find the links you need to begin the podcasting process at treasuredtruthradio.org. Once again, here's Pastor Ford. Now see, here's how I know that you're just like my wife with them diamonds. Because listen to what he says, seeing then we have. Now, the we is emphatic, which means what? Come on, come on, come on. Highlight it, underline it, underscore it. Take a yellow marker, whatever you, in other words, it says, seeing then we have a great high priest. Now, I don't have, I don't have time to go into the theology part. I'm not going to go into it. But, but here's the theology in, in, in the bottom line kind of a way. Well, I said we're going to go into it, but I'm going to go into it, but I ain't going to go into it deep. Some people believe that the book of Hebrews was written to unbelievers. Some people believe that it was written to believers. I happen to believe that it was written to believers. But if you happen to believe that it was written to unbelievers, if you want to be wrong, that's your business. But anyway, he includes himself. So whoever he's talking to, he's saying, I'm one of you. And so he's saying we. So if you go through and look at those personal plural pronouns, you'll see that he's talking to some individuals who are saved, who are not in danger of losing their redemption, but who are in danger of losing their reward. I ain't got time. Let me move on. Listen, so here's what he's saying. Here's what he's saying. He's saying, I need you to understand he's on our side. Y'all still ain't getting it. Why? Because you don't know the value of having Jesus on your side. Okay, listen, listen. Here's what happened. Uh, watch tonight's service. We had a great time up in here. Up in here. Up in here. And we had our annual men versus women Bible contest. The women was on this side and the men was on this side. And the men whooped the women like they stole something. 
just some illustration, just some illustration. It was 660 against 580. Now, my home church, they've been doing it 50 years. And the women have won, and I got corrected because my, my, my family's here from home. The women won 42 out of 50 years at my home church. So I was talking to somebody from my home church, and they say, I know the women keep killing the men up there. And I said, not at my church. You're, you're talking about Bethany, my home church. But at Christ's Bible, them brothers know they Bible. I, I got one. I could just say, I could say a verse and point to him, and he'll quote it. Ain't that right? Amen. <laughs> and, so, and so the men won. Look how quiet the women got. But check this out. Now, what would have happened, ladies, if when you were losing by 150 points and you still had those last four questions that nobody answered, and all of a sudden you saw Joyce Myers walk in the door. And then you saw Beth Moore walk into the door. And then you saw, uh, what's the other girl, uh, Kay Arthur come through the door. And then you saw Annie Graham Lotz come through the door. And then you saw uh, 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 Priscilla Shire, who is Tony Evans' daughter, come, what would you do? Oh, yeah. They are women. They, they are on our side. Now, tell the truth. If Beth Moore would have walked in here, wouldn't you say, that's Beth Moore. Oh, we got him now, right? He's saying, we have, he's mine. He's yours. He is on our, now, wait a minute. I'm going through a new year. I don't know anything. Now, listen, I had a whole list of things that I would want to go. I, I said, what difference does it make to have Jesus on your side? And I had a whole litany of stuff. I was going to run through some of this stuff. I was just going to go through the New Testament and say, if you're in a storm and you don't know what to do, he's in the boat even though he's sleeping. He's silent. All you got to do is just wake him up by saying, Master, don't you care that we perish? And he'll get up and say, peace, be still, and calm your storm. All you got to do if you got sickness in your body is touch the hem of his garment because he is both the doctor and the prescription. I was going to run down this list. If you need money, ask him. Don't ask your mama, your grandmama. Ask him because he could tell you go down to Lake Michigan. You'll find a fish. Open his mouth. You'll pull out a corn. But I said, you know what? I got to wrap it up some kind of way. And the best way that I can wrap it up is I got this truck. I've had this truck now four years. In a few months in March, it'll be four years. And so this truck, I mean, I'm still discovering stuff that this truck can do. You know, I mean, this truck do everything but drive itself and pay for its own gas. <laughs> and so I'm going last night to uh, Dino's house. He's our custodian. I need to find out some things because, you know, we let everybody off and so some things, you know, aren't done. We got to get them done. And so I went by just to talk to him. And I got lost because he lived down by the viaduct where he get turned around. And I'm saying, I can't find this. So then I pressed my OnStar button because I have a never get lost OnStar GPS system. Now, let me tell you how it works. Everybody got OnStar know this. They can put it in your nav system, your GPS, where you could just, or they will guide you and tell you, turn right here, turn. I said, they said, what do you want us to do, uh, Mr. Ford? I said, since I'm so close, just tell me where to go. 
They said, okay, go up to the stop sign and make a right. Then I'm going to stop sign and make a right. They said, now continue uh, two blocks and then make a left. I said, there it is, I see it. They said, all right, make a right up there. And then they said, you should be looking out your driver's side window at the address. I said, I am. See, I can never get lost. Let me tell you why. Because there's somebody that's up in the heavens that's able to see where I am down on earth and tell me where I am and tell me how to get where I'm going. Because my car has something on the inside that corresponds with a satellite that's in space so that whenever I need direction, the person who's controlling it all sends a signal there that's met in my car. I hear the voice and go where I'm supposed to go. I'm not worried about what's going to happen to me, what I'm going to have in this coming year. I have things I need, things I want, things I do, but I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about one thing. He's with me. That's all I'm worried about. The fact that he's on my side. I know I win because he's on my side. And so all I got to do is get into my SUV of prayer and send one up and say, Lord, guide me because you said, trust in you with all of my heart. Lean not to my own understanding and in all my ways acknowledge you and you will direct my path. I don't want to know what the, the, the popular thing is. I don't want to know what the new thing is. I want to know what the old word says. Help me preach this thing. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, aren't you glad that the word of God doesn't have an expiration date on it. See, this book don't care that it's a new year. Why? Because my God is the same yesterday, today. Oh, you ready to? Mm -hmm, yeah, that's it, that's it. And so when you look at it, he is a present priest. What a great way to begin this message. Who do you serve? We've been taking a look at Hebrews chapter 4 today on Treasured Truth with Pastor Ford. And we'll continue this next time on the broadcast. Hope you make it a point to tune in. By the way, if you ever miss a program, you can always come to our website and listen to each and every broadcast there. Our website address is treasuredtruthradio.org. You can stream the program. You can download an MP3 for free. Or there are a couple links you could click on and listen that way. First, you could... Uh, sign up to begin podcasting the program. And if you do that, you'll not miss a future broadcast. You could also click on the link to get the Moody Radio app. And the app is free for Apple and Android products, and it allows you to be able to listen on the go whenever it fits your schedule. And not only can you listen to Treasure Truth, but other programs produced by Moody Radio and Moody Internet Music Stations. So if you don't have the app yet, you can go to your favorite app store, like Google Play or the iOS app store, and search for Moody Radio. Or you can simply come to our website. We'll link you to it when you come to treasuredtruthradio.org. And whether you listen by podcasting the program, by using the app, listening to the radio, or listening online, it's all made possible because of your generosity. We're listener-supported, and we do depend on your giving to keep this program on this station each day, as well as making it available these other ways we've just been talking about. So if you're benefiting from listening to Pastor Ford's teaching, would you give a gift today? You can give online by coming to treasuredtruthradio.org. 
click on the link that says make a donation and there you can give an ongoing monthly gift or a one-time gift. Either way, come to treasuretruthradio.org and click on make a donation. Well, thanks for doing that and for listening today. Thanks also to our producers, Amy Rios and Ryan McConaughey. For Pastor Ford, I'm Steve Hiller. Treasure Truth is a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.